As leaders, it's so easy for us to get caught up in tasks, strategies, and our to-dos. But all of those things have no value if we don't know how to take care of the people we oversee. If strategies and tasks cause us to neglect our people, then no matter the results we're getting, they're worthless. So how do we lead at a high level, get incredible results, while still taking care of our people? Well, welcome to the Good Leader Podcast. Humbug, ladies and gentlemen, bah humbug. Right now, I am in the podcast studio. Our live studio audience didn't show up today. Ange is in a in a remote land. We're falling apart. We're trying to record for like an hour and a half. And everything's <laughs> messing up. The world's falling apart around me. Hello, wow. Ange. Welcome to welcome wow. to the podcast. Let's let's talk about the drama today. Well, let's talk about how do, how do you pull yourself out of the... If you're in a bad mood, what do you do, Ange? I'm in a bad mood now, okay? <laughs> Let my circumstances dictate my attitude. You know what? What's happening is is exactly that, Jared. We're, we're letting our emotions take the wheel. Well, I'm not feeling very appreciated. That's what I know. I'm not feeling very appreciated for my work, and I would like to be more appreciated for my work. Let's start over. All right, hold we on. Appreciate- Three... You appreciate me? Go ahead. I don't. By all means, I don't want to stop you. I don't want to stop you. Tell me how wonderful I am. Go right ahead. That is better. Do you want to start over? No. This is Your podcast audio? live. Josh, don't cut any of this out. <laughs> Everything. The last one minute, twelve seconds. Everything's in. The people are going to see the whole thing. This is the raw. This is the raw truth, Anj. If people don't, if people don't respond to who we are, that's fine. It's the raw okay. truth. Anj just got on to me. The reason, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone listening, she texted me, "Turn down your mic, LOL. You're being so loud and obnoxious." So now she's asking, "Wow, you are. Do you, you want, are on one today? Do you want to start over?" So I turned down the microphone. She's like, "Oh yeah, that's better." <laughs> Josh is nodding his Leave head it all right in. now. Just Leave it all our in. our sound technician is is nodding his whole head right now and probably also telling me to turn down my mic. So You know what I um, bet? I'll bet you, you know $100. I'll bet you $100 most of the people listening to this have a volume control. I bet they can turn it down <laughs> if they want to. Look, I don't know the ins and outs. I just know Josh doesn't like the echo. That's what I know. Come on, Josh. Boy, talk speak about to us. victim mentality. Get Listen, on the mic blaming, and speak to Blaming us. Josh over there. He's just What's, quiet behind the plexiglass. He's not going to say anything. I know He's what's just really us happening. Duke it out. <laughs> Jared, what's happening? You're you're nervous because we're going to celebrate you today. Do you know? Do you know? <laughs> so your so your nerves are high, and I get that. I understand. Oh, all, do you I'm know nervous. what we're celebrating? What at the time no, of this what? recording? We are 48 hours past Jared Murr's 40th birthday. Is that it? That's what's going on? I turned 40. Yeah. I'm over the hill. I hit it. The big 4-0. <laughs> Insert Josh's. He's, he's so annoyed with us, I'm sure. <laughs> In, insert your uh, little high-pitched volume, like weird little sound you like there, but it's Jared Murr's 40th. He's now been 40 for two days. Give him a shout out. Give him some love. Thank you, everyone. Uh, that's that's one thing we're celebrating today is your your birthday, it. your day of birth, forty years ago. Thank you. Happy birthday! Well, ironically, Jared. we are talking. Thank you, Anj. That's very sincere. I can feel it. Thank you, thank you for the shout out. And we are talking about appreciation. You know, in this we Christmas, are. I even had a Christmas question for you before all this went to pot. We've been celebrating Christmas. We're just uh, we're just days away now. Days away. I hope everyone out there listening. I hope your shopping's done. Hope your shopping's done. I hope everything is going great. 
We're talking about celebrate. We've talked about the company Christmas party, making it valuable, making it matter. Today, we're talking about appreciation, you know, and a lot of times uh, at Christmas, it's a wonderful time. to. It's the end of the year. We're naturally coming to an end of a season. It's about gratitude and appreciation. And so the Christmas party is supposed to celebrate people. We dove into that. But then you got Christmas bonus, end of the year gifts, you know, ways that we're celebrating people. And often we're, we're going we're gonna to play on that today. And we're going to talk about celebrating your supervisors or some of those people. Because often we talk about like gifts and gratitude with people that are working for you or with you in some capacity. But we're going to flip the switch a little bit today. And I think on the second half, Anj is going to interview me. But yes, right here, right now, Anj, I'm going to ask you a Christmas question. Mm-hmm. Next week, we're going to talk all about Christmas traditions. So as a little foreshadowing, yes. what's your favorite Christmas tradition? I mean, we know that you you eat like a maniac. You got, I don't even know, you got all kinds of pastas and fish. I I'm mean, from, your Christmas I'm from dinner is amazing. Family. That is actually all you do is sit in the kitchen even when you're not eating and eat, you eat or you don't. But either way, you're just in the kitchen. So Eat yes. even when you're not eating. Eat, I like that. Eat, That's my kind of family. when you're not eating, you sit in the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, just the kitchen is a central location. So, And that really is maybe one of the biggest traditions is the food. I have to say, since we've had this conversation, I have asked many people what they eat for Christmas dinner because I was really taken back. I was like, there's no way. There is no way that I am the only family in the world. And I also realized it was so normal to me because I grew up around a bunch of other Italians too. So they were also eating fish and and pasta and, you know, whatever. Anyway, you are the majority here around this area and I am the minority. (laughs) (laughs) Most of them... Did not eat pasta on uh, Christmas Eve, so I want. I should say that's one of my favorite traditions. An, that ooh, is a you good know, tradition. That's a good tradition. One of the best ones, actually. It still revolves around food, but on Christmas Day, my aunt makes us these incredible. I mean, seriously, the best I've ever had: cinnamon buns, cinnamon oh, rolls. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. And you we say have cinnamon those. bun. Do you say yeah. cinnamon bun? I did, I did, and now I'm thinking about it, and I, I think it's actually called a cinnamon roll. <laughs> Yes, it's called a cinnamon roll. Where the, did I get yeah. cinnamon bun? Cinnabon? <laughs> it's, maybe it's a Cinnabon. bun when it doesn't roll. Cinnabon is a brand. Cinna- Welcome, uh, folks. C- hey, come on in to Anja's Christmas. We got the fish and the cinnamon buns ready to go. Now, cinnamon bun, it that's not that crazy. It so normal. Okay. I'm not going ma- to make fun of you there. <laughs> I was curious if your family does call them cinnamon buns. Wow, that also, I'm too, aunt, I'm is wondering unique. now. <laughs> if your aunt's calling them cinnamon buns, I would also say that's going to be the minority. You guys are, <laughs> most of the world's call them a cinnamon roll. Well, she makes them. All, and, and with delicious. this like with this like maple, I, I don't even know what it is. It's like a mapley syrup kind of wow. thing on the top. So not like the white frost. It's a different kind of oh, frosting. It's almost like a sticky bun. Maybe that's what you're coming. Sticky it bun is similar. rolls. It's a combination. <laughs> sticky bun is maybe what I said. <laughs> and but it is a combination of the both. And maybe that's why I said cinnamon bun because it maybe. is. Maybe it combines a sticky bun and a cinnamon, and a cinnamon roll. roll. Ooh, all or a sticky in roll. one. Sticky roll, cinnamon bun. Sticky roll. I love it. Well, that's that's a great tradition. I love it. I love, we talk about culture creation all the time. And when you're in a culture, 
it seems normal. It seems like everybody does this. And, and this is the, everybody's totally. doing this, right? Isn't this normal? Boy, we could talk about that on another episode for a long time because we do that. I was the same way growing up, your family traditions, what you do, you think is so normal. But over the next episode, not today, we're going to talk about family traditions, the power of having tradition, not just in your family. This is the Good Leader Podcast. So we do talk about families. We talk about places of worship. We're talking about your workplace and creating workplace traditions, the power of tradition and the power of celebration. Today, is about appreciation. Now, in appreciating the workplace, I think we got a good spin on it, Ansh. You're going to like this. I think so. Yep. Now, how do you appreciate someone at work? There's a great resource called the Five Love Languages. And I actually did a training on this recently mm. with a group. And it we, we did some good work there because we discovered that sometimes we feel like we are giving gratitude and appreciation and it's not really landing. Dr. Gary Chapman, I've been familiar with his work for a long time. And maybe the listeners out there are familiar with the Five Love Languages. Do you know the Five Love Languages on? Can you name them? Do you know what they are? I, is this I, news this, to you? No, this is yeah. a quiz I could pass. <laughs> okay, you know, you're familiar with them. Some people yes. are, some people aren't. It's not like, a, I'm not quizzing you like, you should know this. I'm curious, do you know this? Yes, I could. If To put this in place, a Thanksgiving quiz, and I'd nail it. Okay, it, all right. Do so, you want me to name them? Yeah, name them. I, I okay. might miss some. So yeah, you name them, we'll do it together. What are they? All right, so we've got quality time, words of affirmation, gifts, yep. acts of service, yep. and then... Our last one is physical touch. Physical yep. touch. All right, so those five. So words of affirmation, quality time, giving, receiving gifts, mm-hmm. physical touch, and Acts what, of I service. what I miss. Acts of service. Acts Thank of, you so yep. much. So those yep. are the five. Google it up. If you haven't read the book, it is a phenomenal read. It personally helped me a ton, especially as a newlywed, learning, sharing mm-hmm. with someone verbally that you appreciate them, you love them. They're, so it's a compliment. It's like, hey, Jared, you did a great job. Jared, you're wonderful. Thank you very much. I mean, even when it seems redundant, it, even when it seems redundant, it, I don't I, I don't understand it. I do not understand words. I'm like, I've already told you you're great 15 times, but like, tell me again. I don't get it. You are not words of affirmation. No. Shocker. What, what are you? What's yours? <laughs> you know what? People are shocked about this by me, but physical mm. touch is actually my number one. And my, okay. but my second one is quality time. It's pretty high up there. They're both okay. kind of neck and neck. Words okay. affirmation. I'm, I'm very bad at giving it. I'm like, I already told you you're great. Literally like one time last month. You literally want to hear it again. <laughs> yes. My hu- she's my husband- talking about me. Once again, you're going to make me back to my ball humbug self. <laughs> We don't have to share everybody what happens at the production no, meetings, I'm talking, I'm, talking, I'm talking about my husband, too. He's the same. He's like, I just need to know, like, I'm a good husband. I'm like, I've already told you. You want to hear it again? Like, I don't get it. I said so. I do, chump. What else do you want? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm it's just, not like, I'm oh, going it's your birthday? Your... You expect me to tell you happy birthday? <laughs> and then even that, I'm like, I hope you had a great birthday. He's like, yeah, I feel so loved. Just when you, I'm like, how can you feel loved? It's not even, like, deep enough. I just said, like... Happy birthday. I really do not get it, but I've learned to do it. I have learned to do it, even though I don't get it. And that is the key of love languages in general. For love me, languages in general. That's exactly it. Not giving the way you receive it. You learn it, their language. But learning their language over yours. Yes. So I think it's huge. So did you have a similar thing with Jen, with your wife? Oh, 100%. Jen and I are the opposite. So I'm words of affirmation. I want you to tell me you love me. Tell me I'm great. Tell me you're thankful for me. Just tell me. <laughs> Literally just say, Jared, I appreciate you. Ah, oh, thanks. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. Jen is the opposite. She's yeah. like, put up or shut up. I, you, don't, <laughs> you can tell her anything and it doesn't matter. It's like, yeah. hey, I love you, babe. I love you. I love you. She's like, great. Could you pick up your underwear, show, please? Yeah, show like, it. Just yeah. put, your, put your dirty <laughs> socks in the hamper. Like that's acts of service. Like just help me. 
Just help me. That's how she receives love. Like, okay, if you loved me, why in the world? Yeah, show me. And I mean, cleaning is an easy example, but it's like, yeah, why don't you help me, show me, serve me physically? And not just serve me like, wait on me hand and foot. Like, I got, hey, I got your oil changed for you. Well, that was yeah. really nice. Why? That's showing love. I, hey, you didn't ask. Nobody's telling me to do it, but I went ahead and made sure that all this is going on. Like, I did something for you. Um, and so, What's really cool about this, and we're talking about Christmas, end of the year celebration, the five love languages also applies in the workplace. It's really cool. It's called the five appreciation languages. They take the word love out of it so that we don't have any weird context, but it's five appreciation languages. It's the same ideology, but it's a really cool resource. What's that website? Um, I always get it wrong. It's appreciate, Appreciation app. at Work. Is that yep. right? Yep. Appreciationnetwork.com. Yes. Yep. So check it out. That's from Dr. Gary Chapman, his team. They have a whole bunch of stuff there. There are quizzes. There are books. Really, really, really good stuff. Because sometimes you might feel like I'm a great leader. I'm a great boss. I am showing appreciation. Or here's a good one. We gave them a Christmas bonus. Like we that's giving gifts. So it's like we got a we gave you a bonus. That's a huge way that I'm showing gratitude. I'm showing appreciation. We've we've literally given you money. What more could we do? And for some people, it's like, actually, saying thank you goes further than mm -hmm. the bonus. I yeah. just want you to, or- A day um, off you know, with my family. In, in a work setting, it, yeah, it, quality time. Give, yep. me, give me a day off. You don't have to pay me more money. Just give me a day off. Let me go home early for a day. Let me have some, whatever the case may be, there are lots of ways that people show and receive appreciation. And we sometimes may be speaking a different language. And so if yep. you really want to be a good leader- Try to learn your team's language. Try to learn the way they receive appreciation, the way they show appreciation, and talk about it. Ask them. Bring this up. Use some of these resources, but say, hey, I just want you to know I appreciate you, and I want to learn the best way that you hear that, that you understand that. So let's talk about this. So that's a good starting place for all of us. When we get back from the break, Anja is going to ask me a few questions and flip the script a little bit because... If you're out there, uh, you're probably working with someone or for someone, especially if you're in any sort of, this can go for home, this can go for people that you're close to, or the boss at work. But when you're when you're not like just giving a Christmas bonus, when you're not putting on a party for a team, what's a way that you can show appreciation at work for overseers, for bosses, for leaders? Mm -hmm. Does it even matter? I'm not even sure what Anja's going to ask me, but we're going to find out after the break. Welcome back. We are here interviewing Jared Murr. Jared, you are a leader. You're also a father and husband. Thank but you. But before you were had your own business and were leading your own business, you were also being led by others. You were working for other people, had other bosses, doing other things. So you've already talked a little bit about how this plays out with your wife. But from your experience, of course, you're you're now managing, you're now leading. So with that context too, but from your, even your past experience... What are a few ways that you really went out of your way to honor those above you, whether or not you thought they were worthy of it, but in a holiday season, outside of a holiday season, what are a few examples for you of the way that, that you have honored others? Boy, great question. I don't know that I was ever really good at it, Anj, especially when I think about some of my early life. I think there are, this is kind of a missed opportunity, especially now being an overseer more directly. I think I see where I kind of stunk at it. 
if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. I'm like, I don't know that I actually, I think that, um, I think that in many ways, uh, oddly enough, even though I'm a words of affirmation person, I feel like acts of service was kind of my default way of showing appreciation. Like I'm, mm. I just work really hard and really try to do well, go above and beyond. And I felt like that was showing appreciation. So I wish I would have taken some of my own advice now, or I wish I would have known then what I know now in terms of like words of affirmation versus acts of service in the workplace, trying to actually think about what would show appreciation to my supervisor here. If you're a longtime listener, you know that I was a youth pastor and worked at churches. And one of the worst ways that I see is like pastor appreciation month. It's in the month of October. It's hilarious. Um, It's (laughs) hilariously terrible that most, I've never seen it done well or right. I mean, maybe you are out there, maybe you're part of a church or part of a staff that's really doing great. But most of the time it's like, oh, it's the last Sunday of October um, yeah. <laughs> a board, the board members are going to get up and just be like, uh, Hey, it's a uh, pastor appreciation month. So, uh, come on, come on up here, pastor and Mrs. Pastor. And, uh, we just won't give you all a card and say, thanks. It's just pretty terrible. Um, but I think in many of those ways, like that same kind of caricature, I didn't really go out of my way. So I'm, I'm really trying to think of a time that I did it well. And maybe one time, one time specifically, I just wrote a pretty genuine card and offered to take a supervisor, my boss, to play golf. And that was it. And that hmm. landed really, really well. So I just thought I'm about, sure. you know what? He loves to play golf. It'd be quality time. And I, he was yeah. kind of a time guy. So it was like, it was kind of a combination of all those. But man, I, I really don't know that I've done it that well. I think I think in general, we do it pretty poorly as a society, just as a group. I could yeah. be wrong about that though, but- I don't think we're yeah. very good at this. That's kind of what we're talking about. I don't think we're really good at it in general. At least I wasn't. Looking back on the roles you had or maybe what you you know of those people now, what are a few things being that that young worker or young leader yourself you wish you would have done to celebrate those above you or, or honor them more? Oh, man. Number one, I wish I would have leaned into what I'm good at. So while we talk about learning someone else's language, also, if you're really strong in a language, you can speak it. I wish. I, so words of affirmation. I wish I would have just told people uh, looking back. I wish mm-hmm. I would have just gone to and just said, hey, Merry Christmas or maybe written it down, um, which is kind of gifts slash words of affirmation. But I wish I would have been more more just genuine and not like buying a big gift. But I wish I would have just said an eloquent well thought. It doesn't have to be eloquent. You don't have to be well spoken, but I mean, well right. thought actual, not just spur of the moment. Oh yeah. Thanks. You're great. You're a really good boss. You're a really good leader. I really appreciate all you do. I, I guess that's my tip. One tip for me, mm. at least when people that's give good. me a specific, specific feedback, that's when I'm like, wow, thank you so much. Um, you know, Anj, I'll, I'll, I'll brag on you. You did it on my birthday, on my actual birthday. You sent me a really genuine, thoughtful text and it wasn't super long. It wasn't like, you know, you wrote the Magna Carta, but you gave a couple of very specific things that you see <laughs> in me or see me do. And that was really genuine. I really appreciated that. And that stuck with me. So I wish I would have done that. I wish yeah. I would look like, like hey, and especially now in the world of texting. Oh, my gosh. It's so easy. Like, if, yeah. like if every single person on our team just sent me a text message uh, for Christmas with a specific thing. Oh, man, that's huge for me. Now, I'm words of affirmation. Yeah. But that gesture. Right. Oh, that's awesome. Like, that's so fantastic. So, yeah, I wish I would have done that. I wish I, and maybe even now, I need to do that more. That's good. I really like what you're pointing in on there, too, is we just said earlier in the podcast, you know, learn the people, not even just above you, next to the people you work with, the people who work for you, the people who work above you, learn their love language and try to love them that way. But I also think there's something to what you just said, like, you know, you learn 
your language, how you speak, because that might be how you most genuinely honor yeah. someone that you're working for or that you're working alongside um, as well, because that's the most genuine thing to you. And so I think that there's probably a little bit of both that we that there's a balance um, for us as well. It sounds like you've kind of come around full circle to this, had different experiences when you were younger working and have now really evolved now being older. How would you really define honor or celebration even in the workplace at large, whether you're a boss, whether you're a leader, how would you define that? Wow, that's a that's a really good question. <clears throat> and I guess taking it to a broader sense, especially honor in the workplace. Boy, I didn't know that we were going to go this direction, but I really think like not backbiting not slicing it's the things that you're doing like the the things that you refrain from doing is actually a super gift like even if i'm a mm, horrible boss or i good. make a mistake we use the term slicing my wife and i a lot we we learned that from a book i can't remember what book but it was like when you're saying things that are like ow that's not like completely direct slander but you're slicing me like you're saying like like you're it's kind of the eye roll it's kind of like oh yeah you're great wow Okay, that was slicing, you know? So <laughs> slicing, gossip, slander, refraining from that in the workplace is huge honor. So it's not just, mm-hmm. I mean, you can give that gift all year long, actually. If you want to know, I mean, if you really want to really honor a supervisor, tell them what you think to their face, not behind their back. i much oh, rather man. know what's going on and address it. Even at words of affirmation, a person, I don't like hearing it, but I, I, my phrase that I use with our team a lot is, I want to want to know. I, right. I don't like hearing it. I like positivity and I like words of affirmation, but I certainly don't want everybody going, you know, talking about my bad habits. So that's like culture of honor. Um, yeah. But when we're talking about in this moment, how to honor people, I think it's a lot of what we've said. But if we want to give people ideas, I think if you can bring them the gift of the unexpected, I think mm. that's for most people, they like it. Now, I'm not just talking about a big surprise. That's very nice. And some people love that. I personally love it. But I'm just talking about the gift of the unexpected, which may be a kind word that people aren't ready for. You know, like just a knock on the door, Merry Christmas, thank you, and share that word or a note or a card. But I was just thinking about ideas here. You know what would be really cool, what would be awesome, is if you set up like a 15-minute meeting with me mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're, you know, hey, Jared, can we talk tomorrow? Yeah, sure, let's pick a time. This is very normal in our language and our work culture. Cool, right. Anch needs to talk to me. How long is it going to take? About 15 minutes, 30 minutes. <laughs> and you walk in and you say, hey, Merry Christmas. I just wanted to give you 15 minutes. I don't need anything. This is just 15 minutes. I knew you oh, would schedule yeah. it. So you want to play on your phone for 15 minutes? You want to get a cup of coffee? You want to talk with me? You want to walk around the office? You want to go for a walk? I've given you the gift of 15 minutes in your schedule that mm. you made time for me, but actually Merry Christmas. And I might go, wow, thank you very much. I actually have an emergency, maybe, or a boss is a workaholic, but you've given the gift. <laughs> you've given them a gift of time in their schedule. And that's what I mean by yeah. unexpected. That'd be a really like, wow, that's really fun. Okay, Thank you. I, I think I'm going to walk around. Yeah. Go for a walk um, or go whatever. Like you got 15 or 30 minutes or you have this time. That'd be cool. Yeah. And it doesn't cost anything. And and those types of things, it might be, it might be something simple like coffee at work. Like, Hey, I got you the gift of time with your team with this. We're just going to sit and talk. If you know, for example, if you have a, a supervisor who is very talkative in meetings and they refrain themselves because they know, Hey, we're busy. We got to get stuff done. We'll work with your team and plan the meeting for, Hey, all we're going to do is talk over coffee. This is our normal meeting, but we've all got our work done. 
we don't need you for anything for this 45 minutes. We just want to talk with you. Hang, mm, let's talk. Yeah. Let's do what That's you good. always, let's do the chit chat for 45 minutes. Merry Christmas. We were talking one that's time good. a year. You know what I'm saying? That's not yeah. going to break the bank. That's not going to, and it's a, it's a, that's what I mean by the unexpected. Like, wow. Okay. I, I really thought you guys were going to talk about problems today. I really thought we were going to do our normal production meeting. I really thought you had a, had an issue and you needed 30 minutes in my office to talk to me and you've just given me the gift of time. So I don't know, things like that I think are really yeah. honoring and I'm just giving some ideas that would work in our world. But in your world, what is no, something that good. is unexpected that would, that would make someone pause and go, wow, that's thoughtful. And that's really, I guess, what we're looking for. Thoughtfulness, consideration. I thought about you and I planned something, no matter how big or small, if someone for a supervisor, because as supervisors, I, I'm constantly, and if you're good leaders out there, they are constantly thinking about other people. And I don't mean that to, to be like super altruistic. I just mean like most of my decisions are about other people. What's going on? How are people working together? What projects are they doing? Are they in their strengths? Are they being rewarded? Are they being celebrated all the time? And so if someone, especially out there, moms, dads, parents, and spe- yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're a good parent, your life is about others. Good parenting yeah. is not thinking about yourself. So as you're doing that, if someone gives you a gift of thoughtfulness, like, hey, I planned something for you, that to me is huge. So anything along those lines, I think would be really, really powerful and honoring. I like the few tangible ideas you gave and you said it, but I just want to highlight it. It doesn't cost money. Both of those really just costed time. I mean, it time and thoughtfulness, it's not, it wasn't a right. big grand gesture. And sure, and some people, you know, if gifts or receiving gifts is their uh, words of information, maybe you do give gift. But even then, it's not about the like bigness of it. It's just about the thought that you got them, something that reminded you of them, which is huge. So I've got one more question before we we kind of wrap this up and I'm flipping it a little bit. I'm asking you this because I think I've seen you do it well. You talked about it a little bit on the Christmas party episode, but what are a few things that you've done to honor your your team in in the holiday season or what do you see that lands well? I feel like you switched up a lot, which is really good for the different types of people that are on a team. And I think that's really healthy. But what are a few of those things that you've done? Either it doesn't have to be out large, but maybe you've just, hey, I thought this one person, we did this for them. Uh, we got this, I don't know, babysitting gift card for them. I can't remember a few things you've done, but I'd love to hear what comes to your mind for kind of the reverse and you honoring your team. That's a great question. We have done some things at large and individually, hopefully, that land well. I think the biggest thing that we do that I've chosen to do is give time. So if you are yeah. out there as a leader, Think of it as an investment. There are times, honestly, that as a leader, I'm going, wow, this is taking a long time for all of us to share or or say something or do like a a words of affirmation circle, positivity circle. There are lots of exercises out there that you can do, but it takes the ultimate sacrifice is time, but it's worth it. Giving that time and giving that space, there are lots of ways that you can do it. Even last year, we talked about in the Christmas party episode, but when we couldn't have an actual in-person party because of COVID, we gave an entire day to a Christmas party, like virtually. Mm-hmm. Did we get some work done that day? Some, but a lot of the day was the Christmas party and this right. idea of we're going to jump on Zoom. And and so you just have to think of the long-term gain and not worry so much about that in the moment. On an individual level, I, I think that uh, a couple of things. One time we just did a classic like a Secret Santa drawing. And so um, the person that I got... I knew their family was super important to them. 
I also knew that their family dynamic that they felt in me knowing they sometimes felt a little overlooked there from a large family. And I just reached out to their family and I had each of them write a note to this person. And oh, so nice. that would that was the gift. So I, my secret Santa gift was a small gift. I can't remember what it was. I actually think I just got like a really nice, like ink pen set. Um, so the gift itself wasn't that grand, but in the box were like eight notes from, from mom, dad, siblings. Oh, um, nice. And so that one, I felt like I pat myself on the back. That one landed really well. <laughs> and, um, nice. you know, but like you, that, that was just thoughtfulness though. I felt like that was, I would just considered who is this person? What would be meaningful to them? Not, and that I think is so often when we're thinking about like, oh, I want to get them a gift. I want to do something. Think of the people in their life. It's not just, oh, they like sports. Let's get them something sports. They like the office. They like parks and rec. They like this certain show. Just also just think of like, okay, who is important to them? And what could you do to be the instrument to that? So I think thinking in those ways, I think are just incredibly, incredibly relevant. Another thing that we did way early on, this is when we didn't have, we had hardly any money at all as a business, um, actually is we, but we chose to give a Christmas bonus mm. and it wasn't very much. Now it was pretty meager and we didn't have a lot of people and we didn't have a lot of cash. So I, I think the thing that made it meaningful is we brought people in individually, gave them the Christmas bonus, gave them the check and told them this doesn't reflect where we are. This reflects where we want to go. Mm. And we're not, we can't really afford a Christmas bonus right now. Honestly, it's, it's a little bit humiliating to give you this $50 or something. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not very much, but you are worth a Christmas bonus and what you do is valuable and just kind of spoke to them individually. But so the, so the Christmas bonus mm -hmm. even was an instrument to relay words of affirmation and value and appreciation to this as a person. Cause I think like sometimes it's a combo. And in the same way, like we talked about on the Christmas parties, okay, we're all just here to pick up our Christmas bonus check. What a misuse of an opportunity, you know, like, okay, mm -hmm. you're giving, I'm okay. So it says, why do we give a Christmas bonus? Because culturally we have to, because culturally we we're supposed to, or because you are worth it's Christmas. You are worth it. Merry Christmas. Here is more than you typically get because you're worth it. And I get to tell you that or say that. So even things like that, I think just taking a moment and go, what do I want to say with this gift? Do I want to just give them an extra 500 bucks or an extra thousand dollars or an extra whatever you give? We're given this bonus. Is it just cash? If it's just cash, then it's just cash. Or this is what I want this to say and mm. make it say it. That's good. A few big things to wrap this up here. Find your own love language and do it. Do that with those above you. Do it with those around you. Celebrate them well, big and small, large group, small group, individually. The biggest thing here is just to do it. I think we get better the more we do it, just like practice anything else. And so we encourage you this holiday season to do that. This holiday season to find what celebrates those around you. Do so. Go out and be a good leader.